Welcome to The Ether. Today is Friday, February 11th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Follow Orbital Command on Twitter using the link in the show notes to receive regular threads on Terra protocols and yield strategies, news, resources, and Twitter space discussions. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have the White Whale Community Update. Let's take a listen. Thank you, sir. Welcome, everybody, to our uh, community update call. For those of you who don't know, we do these every other Friday. Um, That's our attempt to communicate all of the updates um, that white whale is going on. Obviously, every every call, there are lots of things to go over. The space moves so quickly, um, you know, and as usual today, we also have a lot of things to go over and a lot of things to cover. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, we're excited to share with you where we're at, where things are at, and um, take take questions as we usually do. So um, I'm sure that everybody is eager to know <clears throat> um, when when we're launching, when the la- when launch, right? That is the big question on everybody's mind. So even before announcements, I will just get straight to that, um, you know, and and address that. So here is where things are at. Um, for those of you who don't know, we had heard back from from Oak. Um, you know, we got their preliminary uh, reports. We made all of their changes, all of the changes based on their report and recommendations. We submitted those back to Oak. Um, I think it was on Monday of this week, maybe maybe uh, late last week. I don't remember, but about a week ago. Um, so basically, where we're at right now is we are waiting from the all clear from Oak Security. Um, to launch. Now, I did hear from them last night. Um, They said that they will finish the review. They will finish um, reviewing our changes over the weekend. They will give us the final, um, our our final report 
on Monday. So barring any um, surprises, barring any unforeseen circumstances, um, we will be opening up our UST vault on Tuesday. Okay, so four days, four more days. I know I said that I was going to try to have it open today for you guys. Um, however, we are at the mercy of the auditors. We need the all clear. Um, so as of right now, opening day we will be pulling back the curtain on tuesday right and everything is up and running um it is currently running live on mainnet we have funds deposited into it um it's we're, we're making sure everything's working properly we issued we just deployed fresh contracts um for the vault for our arbitrage contracts um this week you know we are we're running them making sure they're all running smoothly so far everything's looking great um but and as of today we will be opening up the ust vault on tuesday the 15th so four days from today so that is the the big elephant in the room and that's that's where things are at we will keep everybody posted um if there's any changes or any surprise or anything like that but um barring any any emergencies or anything unforeseen that's the plan all right, um, I'm going to blast through our announcements as usual. We do have some alpha, some more alpha for you today besides that. Um, and then we will open this thing up for questions from you guys. All right, so as you guys know, we did we have opened up our first governance poll. We opened it up February 5th. It is currently passing the poll. Um, was basically to take 60 million whale tokens, which were um, freed up from canceling our LP incentives, um, you know, and use those to increase the governance staking rewards, right? So um, this proposal is currently passing. It should pass. I think there's less than 24 hours to go. Um, it, you know, it's everything, all signs are looking like it's going to pass. Assuming that it does, we will implement that as soon as possible. So the governance staking rewards will be increased by roughly two and a half X, a little more than that. So at current rate, you're looking at close to a 30% um, AP, APR on, on the governance rewards. Now, um, a couple things on this. One, you know, our threshold for passing votes um, is, is pretty high. It's 30%, right? So if you compare that to other protocols like for example anchor is 10% um right and i i we have gotten some questions on that so i do want to address that the reason why um our quorum is so high is for a couple reasons one is i believe we're going to have a very active community right and a very engaged community um you know we we're we are a community focused project our entire mission is to one is to let the the community to let you guys eventually run this thing fully right be a fully decentralized platform um you know but because of our mission and our sort of our niche um goals and and position right it, we we sort of we require a, a high level of engagement and so far we've gotten it right we've met quorum on this thing um you know but the other reason and it's kind of the same is there's there's actually money that you're in charge of right there's currently whatever it is 26 27 million dollars in our treasury um and and the community controls that through governance right so uh, you know so for example anchor doesn't have that right they have a yield reserve but you don't really pull the strings of it through um through governance voting i mean we have we have a treasury that will be that that is controlled by community governance you know so when there's real money that you make real decisions about right um we we want to take that seriously 
And, um, you know, like one, it, it sort of requires higher engagement. Um, you know what I mean? And people tend to take it more seriously. Right. So, and we'll talk about that more a little, you know, in a little bit, but that's the reason why there's a 30% quorum. Um, as we run more governance polls, which we will, you know, there's a, there's a list of things to decide for us to decide as a community. Um, you know, so there will be more polls that, that are being rolled out. You know, if, if for some reason 30% is not working, um, if we see it's too high or too low, that can always be adjusted as well. But right now, um, you know, that's where the quorum is at. So with this first poll, looks like it's going to pass. There are still, so there, there were 150 million whale tokens that were kind of freed up, right? Because we canceled LP incentives and we only used 50 million for, for our pre-sale events, um, you know, on Pylon protocol. So there's 150 million whale tokens. This will assign 60 million of them, this poll. Um, so there's still 90 million left on, on allocated, um, you know, which, there are ideas in the uh, in the Discord. Our forums right now are on our Discord. We have a section in, in Discord called Governance Proposals, um, and there are different channels set up for different issues. So if you want to participate in the discussion, if you have ideas, um, go there. There are ideas floating around and being discussed on what to do with the 90 million remaining. Um, but but as of right now, there's still 90 million left to decide what to do with. And by the way, we only need to make a, a poll if if there's an ex you know an executable action required um, for the tokens. So if if there's no um, direct action, so and and that means like an airdrop or an increased staking or a burn. If we actually need to do something with them, um, we could just let them sit. Right? They could just sit there until we until we think of what we want to do with them. Right until we come up, until the community decides on, uh, you know, the proper way, you know, whatever we want to do with them, they could just sit there. But if there's an executable action required, for example, like we're doing now, we're increasing the staking rewards, then that requires a governance proposal. Otherwise, they could sit there and be be just fine. Um, so that's the governance proposal. There, so there is a second one that that there's a channel, there's a discussion channel open for. A community member has suggested that we take 2.5 million UST that is currently in our treasury and swap it for Luna. Um, so we are discussing this as a community right now. Some that a proposal may be introduced um, to vote on this. But um, but the reason for this is is a couplefold. One, it's to give our treasury some exposure to Luna, which um, you know, which that's you know that's something that we do want to do but also um it's to bootstrap our luna vault it's to have so when we when we open up the luna vault um we do have luna um to deposit in there as sort of a a backstop as a bootstrapping as a holder of last resort same way we're doing with our ust vault um it, it would work the same way so that is being discussed in in uh in the discord feel free to jump in and join that discussion as well all right that's um that's the announcements regarding governance um just touch on the certic audit report so we received the certic audit report february 1st um, there were zero critical issues. So the way they structure the reports, it's critical, major, minor, and then like informational or something like that. So we had zero critical issues, which is very, very good, very positive. Um, there were, I believe, eight with issues that they described as major. However, seven of them 
had to do with they, they call them centralization issues and it was basically like um you need to make a multi-sig the uh the admin of this vault or this wallet or this you know this contract right um and i i believe some of them already were but the other ones we we did that and um, now it's, it's really sort of technicality type stuff but you know valid points um but those were seven of the eight major issues that that they um they brought up in their in their audit report so it was really it was a, a very clean audit okay it was a very very clean audit that being said we're we're not going to wait until we we finish the entire process with certic because that could be weeks that could be weeks out right so because their audit report was clean we are comfortable with just as soon as we finish the uh the process with oak we are we are opening up and again that should be on tuesday right and i will say that oak has been very prompt they have you know they haven't missed a deadline yet um so i you know i do expect them i do expect to hear from them on monday and for them to to hold up to that right so um so that's where the audits are okay in regards to opening up our contracts opening open sourcing our contracts we are going to open source our contracts um right they as they as they are opened up they will be open source so we'll be open sourcing the um the ust vault when we open it up and so on and so forth as we open up different features so our contracts will be open now we have this has come up um in in our channels in telegram and discord people and and i believe on twitter too people ask if we're going to open up our bot code right and the answer to that is no okay we're, we're not we're not planning on that at, at this time and you always get people that freak out right and and throw a th throw kind of a, a rant about you know open source and decentralization and whatnot but uh, here's the deal okay i i, I want to clarify this <clears throat> arbitrage bots are not smart contracts right they're they're two very different things okay um it would be it would be silly of us it would be foolish of us to open source our arbitrage bot bot contract or bot uh, it would be foolish of us to open up our arbitrage bot code okay it would we would be doing a disservice to you guys and to our community and to our holders if we were to do that think of it this way okay if it, it would be like if we were sitting at a poker table playing against professional poker players um and everyone else had their cards held to their chest where you couldn't see them and we were holding our cards out so everybody could see them right that's that's what that would be like right um arbitrage is highly competitive especially on terra we're playing with the big boys right we're, we're trying to beat out um well-capitalized institutions they for sure aren't sharing their arbitrage bot code and arb secrets i promise you so anybody that wants to throw a rant about us not opening up our, our bot code just doesn't understand the you know how how the game works right so um you know so i just i just wanted to clarify that all of our contracts will be open you'll be able to look at the code that's what you know ultimately that's the framework that's going to hold you know your funds and the capital and all that the bots just call the contracts right so there's no security issues there um so so that's that's how we're we're approaching it okay um so just wanted to clarify that point now um an update in regards to our bots right we have taken some great strides we take great strides every week in regards to our bots guys um, i'm very encouraged very excited about what our team is doing we still have a ways to go okay but there were some very 
um, encouraging things that we saw happen this week. Okay, so, um, you know, they, they continue to get faster. We continue to reduce latency and optimize and build our bot infrastructure, as I've talked about before. Um, so this week we did see that we actually we won some trades outright. Okay, so and we and I've mentioned this before as well. Um, you know, basically the situation for arbitrage on Terra is, um, you know, there are a few players, there are very limited players, like two or three that are basically controlling the ARB, right? So we believe these are institutions, they're basically quant trading firms, you know, um, big ones, you probably know their names. <coughs> Right. And, um, it, you know, they they're they're very fast. They're very well capitalized, um, it, you know, and it's it's highly competitive. Right. So this week we saw that we 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 legit won some trades, you know, now in the past we've we've hit trades because we've gotten lucky. Right. Basically, we you know, we just got lucky and we hit trades and that's great, you know, and that and that does happen sometimes. Um, but now we're starting. We're, we're starting to see we're actually winning them. Um, not just a couple, you know, but we're we're beating the these these institutions and these trading firms out their out of their out of their trades out of their arbs. Um, and we know what we need to do. We know the steps that we need to take. We're looking at where the trade happens, what validators being used, um, you know, the different things, and we we sort of know the the blueprint um, to to be able to win or at least to have. Um, an equal share at winning, so it's a toss-up on who the who the arb trade goes to, right? So, um, so it's very encouraging. Um, you know, we we just we're taking steps forward every week, right? And we have a very competent bot team. I am confident that we will get there, right? I, I'm confident that that we will, um, you know, we will be established, significant players in the arbitrage game, not only on Terra, but as we, you know, as we arb cross chain opportunities and things like that. We just, um, you know, we're we're hitting a good sort of stride um, with our with our with our bot guys. Um, so so that's where that's where those are at um quick update on the nfts right we added some washington nationals traits just for the memes um you know the traits have been finished again we're not super focused on the nfts right now because we're laser focused on launching the vaults um but you know we're gonna you know once we get once we get the curtain opened up on the vaults and stuff we're gonna um we're gonna move on to the nft launch because i'm excited about that i know many of you guys are as well all right, those are our announcements. Um, as far as the alpha section goes, I already shared with you that as of right now, the launch date is 11.15. So the launch date is Tuesday that we will be opening up the curtain and opening up the UST vault, right? On this day, you know, I believe it'll be a landmark um, day for the Terra ecosystem, for Terra in general, because for the first time ever, um, you know, the community, you, us, we will have the power to contribute to protecting the peg. We will be empowered to um, to protect the peg on our own by ourselves. Um, so I think that's a big deal. That's what we set out to do. That was our mission, right? But it's also just the beginning. You know, it's also just the beginning, but we are very excited for that moment, right? Um, so another piece of alpha that we're sharing on this call is um, so we, we have it structured so to where our our treasury will be capturing. So every arbitrage trade, not just um, in the UST vault, but in the Luna vault and every subsequent vault, 
um, a portion of the profits will be sent to the treasury. Okay, so the treasury and that ultimately get, goes to, to whale holders and whale stakers, right? Um, so we were gonna start that at 10%. So 10% of every arbitrage profit um, would, would, uh, would go to the treasury. However, we're gonna start it at 20%. So we've upped that to 20%. We believe that's a better value capture. Um, and you know, uh, you know, we everything that we're doing, we want to try to reward whale holders and specifically whale gov stakers. Right? We are funneling the, the business model and this engine. We're, we're building an engine that that is fair for users. Right? It's fair for those who want to deposit into the vaults. Right? And protect the peg, but it's also funneling all of its revenues, including a percentage of the profits and a withdrawal fee to our treasury, which the, the governance stakers control and which distributes, which will ultimately distribute the yield um, to governance stakers and whale tokens. So everything we're doing is designed to reward gov stakers, right? So when people ask what to do with their whale tokens, you know, the answer is stake them, stake them to the governance because we, you know, those are the ones we we want people to be engaged. We want people to vote. We want people, you know, uh, that that's that's the point of the decentralized protocol, right? So, anyways, we've upped the fee. We've upped the, the take for the treasury to twenty percent. So, twenty percent of every arb trade, every you know, every arb trade that we make, twenty percent of the profits will go straight to the treasury. Okay. Um, you know, people have asked, are we taking any of the 19.49% anchor earn in the vault? No. So we don't. So while we're taking 20% of the ARB profits, we're not touching the anchor earn, right? So, you know, your your yield for depositing in the UST vault is going to be the anchor yield plus the arbitrage profits, right? So we don't touch the anchor earn yield. Um, we just take a we just take a percentage of the profits and then obviously there's a 0.1% withdrawal fee if you want to withdraw from the vault that goes straight to the treasury as well right but all these levers are going to be subject you know to change if if a gov proposal if we the community decide we want to lower or raise a fee um that can all be adjusted through governance right okay um another little alpha drop here is we are in preliminary discussions with loop um regarding a strategic partnership um, some of the elements of the partnership may include um, an allocation swap, right? A treasury to treasury allocation swap, um, you know, for whale, for, for loop tokens. Um, also, a secondary whale VUST pool on loop um, where they, so we've discussed the whale VUST pool, right? And um, we'll be introducing a, a proposal for that soon as well. But basically, we're going to keep our main pool on TerraSwap right now. We don't have any plans to change that because you earn we earn more swap fees there, right? Um, however, we do want a secondary pool on Loop, okay? And because Loop, they will work with us and they will implement the proxy contract to where so where you can interact, you could trade whale just for naked UST. Um, and it will just it will act as a proxy for the whale VUST pool, right? Um, so they will they will help us implement that functionality, that proxy contract. Because before, you know, if we just do the whale VUST pool ourselves, then the only way you'd be able to trade whale is on our front end because we would host the proxy contract. But with the Loop partnership, if they're willing to implement um, and integrate the proxy contract, you'd be able to buy whale with UST, naked UST.
even though you're interacting with a whale VUST pool, you'd be able to buy whale with UST on loop exchange as well. Right. Um, and also where, you know, there may be additional VUST pools on loop in the future. Um, and obviously we're working on them with our NFT mint and listing, you know, the the NF, the bonded NFT. Right. So our, our guardian whale NFT collection will have bonded whale tokens to it. Um, we're, we're working with them. They really are spearheading the code, um, you know, and the contracts for this for this new bonded um bonded nft structure right so so that's um you know those are the elements of a partnership with loop we're again we're just in initial discussions for it as it firms up as the details firm up we will be submitting a, a gov proposal for that assuming it's going to move forward and and you guys will be able to vote on that as well but it looks like it could be a um you know a beneficial partnership for both for both protocols in my opinion Okay, we also um, we have a potential opportunity to invest in the private round of a new project um, from the Terra Treasury. This is something that I've seen Apollo do uh, right that they do with their Treasury. I'm going to be honest here, guys. Um, I'm still exploring the legal and regulatory ramifications of doing this. Um, when you participate in the private round, you're, you're basically, a, you know, you're, you're a private investor. It, it sort of it, it could open up some regulatory concerns and legal concerns. Um, and I just need to work through some of that with legal first. I, we don't want to do anything, uh, you know, uh, that that's going to red, raise red flags for us, right? We've, we've sort of done everything we can in the spirit of compliance thus far. Obviously, you know, we're, we're a DeFi protocol and we're going to do what's best for the protocol, right? And, and not sort of bow to every, you know, vague regulatory, um, you know, concern. However, we, we do want to be wise and we do, we don't want to just open ourselves up to get into trouble. You know, that being said, if, if there's a way to do it, if there's a way to do it, um, that's, that's good. That's fair. Um, I think it's something we should consider. I'm not going to reveal the project right now. Um, you know, we'll wait till it develops a little bit, but that is in the works. Okay. That's something that is in the works. So we will, we will be keeping everybody posted on that. Right. Um, all right. So that's, that's pretty much it for the alpha. As I said before, you know, on Tuesday, the 15th, I believe it'll be a landmark day for Terra. Right, the the peg, the, the the big issue, the elephant in the room, the protection of the peg will finally, the community will finally have an opportunity to contribute um, in the peg security and the securing of the network and the protection of the peg. Um, it's a big step for us, you know. However, we want to remind everybody that this is just, this is also just the beginning for us. We're just getting started, right? Um, you know, we want to be transparent um, about our arbitrage profits, about where things are at. You know, when we first open up, which by the way, um, when we first open up, the yield may be deceptively high on the UST vault because right now we, we have a half million dollars deposited into it. Um, so as we open it up, you know, and I think the yield is like 29% or something is what it's reading right now, but that's because there's only a half million dollars into it. Um, as more and more people deposit into it, that will flatten out, right? And that may take a few days for the um, you know, for the numbered in index, for the AP wide index and to adjust. So, you know, um, 
just give it give it a give it some time to sort of stabilize to, to for the deposits to all get in there and um you know for it to kind of balance out however i do want to prepare everybody i want to prepare the community you know it's not assuming the market is stable or you know not violently shaking you know the yield's going to be close to anchor earn it just is i mean that's that's just what it is right now you know don't expect huge crazy profits and huge crazy yield you know our goal is to protect and stabilize the network um you know and and we it will do that it works it does that we are you know our arbitrage bots are getting better we are getting more competitive i expect the yield of the ust vault to grow over the next weeks and months as we continue to optimize our, our bots as we continue to implement other strategies um, liquidations right when mars launches and Lavana launches we'll have liquidations in there um, and other sort of streams of revenue for the vault but assuming a stable market it, you know the um the yield's going to be pretty close to anchor yield i'm just I, I want everybody to to understand that right um so that's that's what that is now um i think that's everything that i have here yeah i think that's everything on my list so all right we want to uh we want to open it up to questions um and hear from you guys so whoever has a question please step forward all right falconer you're up and dgh you're up all right dgh you're up hello hello hi um i had two questions so first is um um for the ust vaults would you um are you guys going to implement the mirror strategy the the mirror delta neutral strategy yes so currently we're not working on that what we do what we do have in the works are liquidations on mirror um so we'll, we'll we'll have those that's not totally finished yet but it's it's close the contract is close um so we are planning on offering liquidations on mirror which i think could be interesting if we see a, um the mark the stock market shake right um or you know some some volatile movements over there that could offer some interesting yields um so we've considered the 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 mirror delta neutral adding that to the um to the ust vault to boost the yields uh, you know, it's not off the table yet. I'll say that we're focused on the ARB right now. We're an arbitrage platform and protocol, right? Um, we we may do it to be to boost the yield a little bit. What I'm not a fan of is that one. It's you know, it's a farm and dump strategy. So you're you know, we're a, at the protocol level. We're we're dumping mirror tokens, right? I I I'm not a huge fan of that. And two, that it's not it's not sustainable long term. You know, because it's a farm and dump, because it's emissions based, it's not sustainable. So, uh, you know, um, everything that we do, we, we want to do things that are that are sustainable engines, right, that are going to last forever um, and, and those kinds of things. So while it isn't off the table, uh, you know, and we may implement it, you know, it, it does it does stabilize mirror. It does, you know, balance balance the prices over there and, and um, those kinds of things um you know that that's kind of where we're at from on a, on a high level with that you know and, and in the meantime all of our manpower right now is focused on arbitrage all right um, my, my other question was um for the other vaults as they're released are you going to use the same type of strategy um not necessarily with anchor but let's say lending out luna when there's no arbitrage opportunities for yeah yes so with the with the luna vaults right we have um, we actually worked with Alpha DeFi and um, 
came up with some ideas. But yeah, so we're not going to be using the entire all of the liquidity in the vaults to ARB at all times, right? So there need it needs to be um, used for passive income somehow, somewhere. Um, so they they basically did some data analysis and did a study for us and kind of recommended a, a balance or a breakdown of here's what we recommend um, you starting with for the for the Luna Vault. So some of it will be here, some of it will be there, some of it will be um, you know. Uh, LPing, right? The Luna B Luna pair and different things that that kind of earn earn passive income for the Luna while you know while it's it's arbing as well, right? So it will be a it will be a combination of things, right? Almost like a yield aggregator, right? But um, but the point is that we want enough there, we want enough liquid to be able to arb any opportunities that arise, right? All right, got it. All right, thanks. Sure. Nav Pat, you're up and my info, you're next. Nav Pat. Oh, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, the last uh, convo ended abruptly on my end, so I don't know if I was up or what happened. But anyhow, Sebastian, good to meet you, man. And yep. So I'm literally new to the to the White Whale um project. I found out two days ago and then I heard about the AMA, so I went to hop on. So if this question seems a little, you know, novice, just kind of, you know. Bear with me, I guess. Um, in terms of the contracts uh, being audited through some type of service, uh, is that something that's already been accomplished, or where are we in the process of that? Yeah, so that's so um, we're we actually started the audit process in November, right? And I believe it was early November. So just so everybody knows that, and you know, we get a lot of when launch questions, and I get it. Every I want to launch as much as everybody else here does. Um, but we do want to go through the, the full audit process. So the audit process with Oak will end on Monday. They're going to give us, we're waiting for the final all clear for takeoff from Oak Security before we open up our vault. Um, so that, you know, that supposedly will happen on Monday and we will be able to, um, we will be able to open up the vault on Tuesday, right? Um, so, yeah, and just so, just so everybody understands that, you know, if if we were to open before the audit, you know, before the audit process ended, right, and then they were to come back and say, we found an issue here, and we would have to deploy new contracts, that would be a huge hassle. Exactly. It would, just be, a, it would be a huge, huge hassle. So that's why we, you know, it's important to wait. Um, it's important to go through the whole process. You know, we're not, you know, we're continuing with CERDIC. We're continuing to work with CERDIC, but that might be, you know, a few more okay. weeks or, or, or months before that process is over. So we are comfortable with, with opening up when the Oak audit is finished, which will be on Monday. I love the fact you said the, at the end, Sebastian. So I got your thought process about it, right? Because the last thing you need is a faulty launch and then people lose faith and trust in the in the leaders of the project and the project overall, you know? So that's all, that's solid, man. And when it comes to new ideas, uh, projects, like the person before me just mentioned with lending opportunities or, or maybe what have you with arbitrages, could you get, give me an idea about the process? Like who would be involved in um, the conversation and how you would ultimately make the decision? Um in regards to new strategies, new arbitrage strategies, or yeah, new arbitrage, passive, you know, uh, with lending up strategies, you know, what would that process look like amongst the the team? Well, I think it's a, I think it's a kind of a combination of a few things. I mean, one, we, you know, we have our internal discussions as a team, right? So, example, right. for example, for the Luna Vault, the USD yeah. Vault, pretty, it's pretty simple because 
we park the money in anchor and then when there's an arb opportunity we yep. we withdraw it and so that's that one's a slam dunk with luna it's a little more you know mm-hmm. it's a little mm-hmm. more complex yep. so we, we we have our team discussions you know we want we approached alpha DeFi because they're kind of you know data researchers in the terra ecosystem um, you know, so we had the, them do some data analysis and some breachers for us to see how we can sort of optimize um, the yield of the vault and what the best balances would be. So we approached them and we're also open to community feedback. I mean, our discord, you know, is full of very, um, very insightful people, smart people that have good ideas. Right. So myself and the other team members were constantly yeah. scanning the discord and other channels and we get stuff from them like we we get ideas we discuss them as a team and sometimes we implement them right so you know the suggestion box is wide open you know what i'm saying like if if there are ideas i mean we'll we'll take it from anybody we're we're a community project we want we want to kind of build this together right so i don't care where where the idea comes from if it if it's a good idea and works we'll we'll consider it Love that, man. And the last two ones, and then I'll uh, I'll stop chewing your ear here, you know. <laughs> and when it comes to uh, keeping the community up to date with, you know, what's going on in the market or what you guys are planning on doing, um, are there any AMAs currently going on the Discord, perhaps? Or well, we do this every other Friday. This is our this community call okay. is every other is every other Friday. So, and that's okay. you know that that we. So far, that seemed to be working out pretty well. Every other Friday, that's enough time where, you know, enough enough announcements and news build up to share and we get to answer people's questions, you know, so that's been working out pretty well for us. But then we're also, you know, I'm in the Discord. I'm talking to people in the Discord. We're, we're pretty accessible as a team, I think. Love it, bud. And then the last thing is, as the team and the project starts growing, uh, what areas are you guys looking for any help? I have a pretty huge uh, network when it comes to community management, marketing, branding, um, whatever the case may be, sales. So just wanted to lend a helping hand, um, if in any, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's kind of a, um, it, it's kind of an as-needed type of thing. Right now, I've said yeah. this before, we're, we're um, I'm, I'm comfortable with where the team is. The team's manageable. We're, you know, we're at 12 right now. There's 12 of us. We have all the pieces of the puzzle that we need. Um, okay. When you, when, when you get too big, it it you know it tends to, um, you know there, there's other manage, managerial issues and it doesn't become as flat and organic, you know and things like that. So I'm I'm very comfortable with with the team size right now. I think we have a we have a good size where we can we can keep ship shipping. We're very focused. Nobody kind of gets lost in the weeds, you know. But that being said, there there will be. There will be times when we're going to need to expand, and when we do, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Sweet. Well, I appreciate Sebastian, you're a straight up guy, man, and um, looking forward to uh, to what comes up in the future. Thanks for the time, bro. Yeah. Thank you. My info. You're up, and Draxon, you're up next. Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to just Good. wanted to ask. Uh, you mentioned the R bots already running on mainnet. Um, Wanted to ask if you could share that contract address so we could kind of follow along the progress and see what trades it's winning and kind of like, you know, follow along the success of, you know, the development of the, the bot. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're going to open the contract um, probably Tuesday when we open the vault. And there's not just one. There's a couple of them. Um, there's a few of them. And, you know, like I said, we just deployed new ones a couple of days ago. So it's pretty fresh right now. Um, and we're still doing some testing and things on there. So 
if if we were to open it up now before we launch like there would be all kinds of questions on what's this and what's this yeah. like sometimes sometimes we'll fire off a transaction just to test it see if it's running we deploy something new and, and stuff like that so um but we will open them up you know we, we will open them up um probably on tuesday with the uh with the opening of the vault so if you're if you want to get into the weeds right and and um you know watch performance and see who who else is doing what you'll you'll be able to do that sounds good yeah which let me i'll say this too one more comment on that even that is kind of a, a kind of a risk for us um and not not really a risk but um just to put it into perspective like we're, we're doxing ourselves right and that's okay we're we're a community our project you guys should know our you know our contract but like you know jump trading isn't doxing their contract right so we don't know who you know like we have guesses on who's who but like the other players at the table their contracts aren't doxed um so it does put us uh, you know everybody will know what what contracts are ours so our competitors will kind of know this you know the benchmark we're at um but you know it is what it is right it is what it is all right jackson you're up and robert you're next and swippy after Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be a whale for the first time in my life. Um, Sebastian, I had a question for you. I think you gave us a little bit of a teaser at the beginning. It was regarding the LFG Foundation. Um, do we have any like guaranteed partnership coming up since the idea is that the foundation, as well as White Whale, exists to solidify the peg for the Luna ecosystem? Yeah, so there's definitely no guaranteed anything, um, you know, so the LFG, it, it seems to be, to me, um, it seems to be a hand in glove fit, right? Um, for White Whale and for some sort of partnership or support or something, um, you know, that, right? Their their mission is to, you know, basically to to protect the peg and to make sure the network's decentralized and secure. And um, there's, you know, there's various mechanisms and vehicles protecting the peg. Well, hello, here we are. We're you know we're empowering the community to protect the peg so I, I feel like that's a significant piece of the puzzle right so um but there, there haven't been any discussions yet to be honest with you i've been busy and i'm sure doe and all of them are busy too right i i respect that 100 percent um so but i i i would think that eventually there will be conversations and i i would i would hope that they would want to partner with us and support us yes and i i do have some ideas and some thoughts um you know so maybe once we get through the launch and stuff i'll i'll throw out a line i mean i i do have a line with though you know he's a he's a supporter of the project right he's a, he's a friend of the project he's all for us he's all about us so um you know we'll we'll see where that goes but no there's nothing there there aren't even discussions at this point um there hasn't even been any discussions at this point with with lfg gotcha well thank you so much for your feedback and um you guys are doing an amazing job Thanks for letting me be a part. And if I can ever help with like retweeting or anything to get um, more uh, commercial advertisement for you guys, let me know. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Robert, you're up and Swivy, you're next. I just had a question. I know in the past uh, you had talked about linking up with validators to try to get earlier access into the ARBs. I was wondering if that was something that maybe you guys have made progress on or maybe you found a different way to code around it for the bots. But also if that's not something, yeah. is there yeah. any way that like, we could use part of the treasury just to get our own validator and run it so we don't yeah. have to work through that yep um yes and you're you're hitting the nail you're, you're hitting several nails on the head <laughs> okay um very insightful 
points, very, very relevant points. Um, first question about the validators. Yes, um, we are. We are working on that. We are making headway. I don't want to reveal too much because, again, I don't I don't want to reveal our sort of our trade secrets because the, the, our competitors aren't right. Um, but that, you know, the validators are they, they are part of this. They play a part of it. And that's um, that is an element of us building out our infrastructure, our sort of our network and our infrastructure, which is uh, which is a key part of being the quickest draw. Right. With with ARB, you got to be the quickest draw in the West. So you, we're talking about milliseconds, right? And we're talking about fractions of milliseconds, nanoseconds, even. Um, so we we are very much um, working on that and making progress in it. In regards to our own, starting our own validator, um, something we've talked about quite a bit, actually. You know, we we have, I think, a more compelling reason to have our own validator than some of these other projects that do, you know, not, I mean, even Orion or, you know, and all you see all these other projects that have validators, which is great. You know, we want, we want a decentralized network. Um, so I think we, we, in a sense, have a more compelling reason and a more kind of niche fit um, to start one. So it is on the table. It's something that is on the table. I would say we probably need a dedicated person. So that would be a hire, right? Is a dedicated person, um, you know, to sort of oversee the validator. Um, and, it, you know, it just, it, it, it's something that's on our list, that's on our, you know, that that we're not, not necessarily against. I think that we would all be for. It's just a matter of there is so many things on our plate and so many, it's, it's what, what do we want to prioritize, right? So, um, and again, everybody knows the priority now is getting our getting our bolts launched, right? Um, but but yes, this may this may certainly um, you know come forward in the near future, right? Where we where we start a validator. And we could, yeah, so we could swap UST for Luna in the treasury and, and delegate to ourselves. That's something that we could do to bootstrap our own our own validator. I, I however don't think we'd have trouble um, attracting delegations from the community um, just because of our mission. Right. So, um, so yeah, certainly, certainly something that that's on the table. All right, Swivy, you are up. What's up, Swivy? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Uh, my question kind of pertains to what y'all think of the new V2 protocol uh, for Anchor and its sustainability. Um. Yeah. So. I mean, here's the deal. I know as much as the next guy about the V2. I've looked at it a little bit, not too in depth. I, you know, confession, I haven't had time to research any of the other protocols on Terra, even Anchor. And, you know, I, I try to keep up when I can, but, um, you know, we kind of get lost in the way all these days. But that being said, um, you know, I, I think they're taking the right steps, my, my, my opinion. Uh, obviously, we need more collateral assets, right? They need to diversify away from just the B Luna, get some more collateral, um, you know, and, and they're, they're taking the right steps in, in that regards. You know, I do, I wonder about the long-term sustainability of Anchor, you know, who knows? We, we don't know. I mean, the 19.5% the yield is, is juicy, right? And if it attracts more deposits than it, than it does, you know, on the other side with collateral and borrow, you know, it's you got to question the, the sustainability of the model. Thank God we have Doe and, you know, these big players that can 
that can just fork over 450 million to um to keep it going for not to keep the experiment going for now while while they keep keep building it but right now you know right now anchor's not sustainable right it's burning through the yield reserve it's not it's not operating sustainably right it's it's insolvent um so but i think i think they they are taking the right steps it's a, it's a balance game right and they're taking the right steps um to try to make it solvent to try to make it sustainable but you know in a like let's let's play out the worst case scenario in a worst case scenario yield reserve totally runs out we're looking at a lower yield so we're looking at a 10 or 12 or 15 percent yield that's okay i mean we you know whatever the whatever the yield of anchor is that will be the base of our ust vault that's the base yield of our ust vault so it doesn't really change things on our end it, besides it's our our ust is is anchor plus it's anchor plus arbitrage right so people will just have to adjust their their expectations down to whatever it whatever it lowers to, you know so that's that's all you know that that's all that that will happen um i hope they can figure out a way to keep it 19.5 i like my 19.5 percent yield um but but they're gonna have to they're gonna have to see if they can work that out i was curious to hear what you thought uh in regards to the national sponsorship as well if you think they're targeting the right audience um yeah i mean I, I think it's exciting you know it's obviously it's a big it's a landmark step for for DeFi for DAOs, right i'm <laughs> you know i'm impressed that they were able to pull something like that off via a DAO. you know that's a that's a great step forward not just for terra for DeFi. to be honest with you it's it's a big deal for DeFi. you know so um as far as the actual fruit that comes out of the you know Tara's name being on the seats and the the stadium and whatnot. I mean that's good too, but just what it what it is, what it accomplished, um, you know, just on a sort of positional level, on a macro and ideological level for DeFi, um, you know, a threshold was crossed, right? So um, I think it's huge. I, I think it's a huge thing, and it's uh, you know. Terra, in in many ways, is a trailblazer, and it's on the bleeding edge of innovation in in the DeFi world, right? And and that's why we're here. And you see that you see that in the projects that are building on Terra, right? You see that in like in the prisms in us. Like we're that's the other thing people don't understand, and, and especially the when when launch people is we are a complex project. We are not copy paste, you know, on Ethereum and these other chains, you see the same crap over and over and over again. It's just another yield aggregator that emits tokens. And there's no, there's no revenue generating engine that's sustainable. It's just, an, it's just inflation. <laughs> and congratulations, here's a triple, triple digit yield. You know, we're building innovative stuff. You know, we're building complex, innovative, innovative stuff on Terra um, that's new. That hasn't been done before right this is new code new contracts but right it's it's innovative that's the kind of stuff that you see on terra right um and and this 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 partnership with the nationals is a is another good example of that it's it's moving the ball forward so to speak right so um so yeah i i think it's a i think it's a very good step i when i first looked at it i actually didn't really, I wanted it to be an NBA team, obviously. I felt like that fit more the DeFi crowd and where a lot of these yeah. people just watch. But after looking at some of the data just on the wallet distribution, I mean, within probably 30 or 40 wallets is majority of all the collateral that's making money on Anchor. 
So seeing that they're targeting the Nationals, maybe that's them trying to make anchor protocol less, you know, top heavy. I was curious what you think. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the first time I'm hearing that data. I don't know. I mean, I, listen, it, the Nationals wouldn't have been my first first choice of a sports team, but you know, again, it's it's the spirit of it. It's the idea of it. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a positive step for the for for Terra and for for DeFi in general. So. Okay, great. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining. Um, listen, it's going to be a big week. It's going to be a big few days. Um, we are. We're very excited, you know, we're very, very excited about about opening up the vault. It's been a long, you know, it's been a long journey. We've all, you know, put a lot of time and effort in this, the team, um, you know, and we're, we're very excited for the moment. But again, it is just it is just the beginning. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. And there from our perspective, there's so many things to do. And you guys are asking about them. You're bringing them up. Um, there's so many different things we could do and all of them bullish, right? All of them bullish. Um, but it's really just a matter of, okay, what should we focus on next? <laughs> what should we build out next as part of this thing? Um, and there's just, I mean, there's, there's months and months and months on end of, of new features new vaults, NFTs, cross chain stuff, um, you know, different ARB opportunities with Prism, with different protocols, um, partnerships. I mean, there's just a, it's it's almost overwhelming um, how much stuff there is to to tackle and take on. But again, all of it is bullish. All of it is bullish. So it's really a matter of of selecting. Uh, you know, okay, here's the next, here's the next building block. Here's the next Lego, and and going from there. So so we're doing we're doing as best we can, and um, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing it. But um, yep. We're looking forward to next week. We're looking forward to Tuesday and um, and we will we will take it from there. So thank you all. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you again in another couple of weeks and um, and we will be available on on the discord and telegram and other channels. But everybody have a good weekend and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the White Whale Community Update recorded on Friday, February 11th, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. 
Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free bait. Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base. Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase. Running on empty from gassing up my teammates. First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes. Impossible, defending the plausible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the mass. Eh? Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities are exploited. Terror spaces.